0: Well, hi there. It's time once again for Ninja on the Loose. I'm George. Some people call me G Money. Well, this time around I'm going to take a look at something that's been probably part of my life for as long as I've been working, and that is competition. Competition. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. We have um couple of home-based businesses that uh, we sometimes deal with uh, competition. And before we got into our home-based businesses, uh, we owned a newspaper, which swirled in a lot of competition. Uh, before that, I worked in radio, which had competition. And it was really funny, you know, we've been having some interesting conversations in the house about our home-based businesses. My wife and I, Brenda and I, and uh, she's not, she doesn't, um, how do I put this? Um, competition bothers her, I think is probably what I'm trying to say. And it's really interesting because, you know, I had to kind of remind her about a, uh, a situation that uh, occurred this past week. I was trying to explain to her, I said, you know, I mean, we just finished having like 12 and a half years of competition when we had the newspaper right and and you know i know it's we're trying to kind of wind things down and get into a place where we don't have a lot of these things happening but you know competition is good competition is not a bad thing and you know there's a lot of benefits to having competition and you know as As a business owner, there's benefits. As a consumer, there's lots of benefits. In fact, that's pretty much uh, what has led me to do today's, uh, or this week's, uh, subject is the benefits of competition. Now, there's no doubt there's some good and bad competition. You know, I'm going to uh, look back on circumstances I recall when I was in radio, Uh, where there was tricks you would use to try to steal away some of the competition. And what we did in the radio station, uh, well, more than one of the radio stations I worked at, was uh, one way to kind of sort of pull away competitors, and this is advertising, uh, was to, you know, be able to show to your prospective clients that you had the most listeners You know, who tuned into your programming at certain times of the day, and this is the place where you would try to sell these advertising uh, campaigns for these uh, clients. But in order to actually get those uh, numbers, you would have to be able to prove that you had more people listening to you at that certain time so this is what happened when uh you you've heard of ratings on television well radio has a program very similar to that where uh twice a year at least uh people are sent out surveys that they monitor what their listening habits are and they make note of what they are and this data is collected and it. uh gives radio stations in Canada uh, some sort of basis on going to advertisers and saying, yeah, between this hour and this hour, we have this many listeners, and uh, you have the chart where you can see what the competitors in your market have, and you can say, yeah, we're number one in this market for this, or whatever the case may be. So, you know, that is a really interesting tool to use uh, to show that you have uh, an edge on your competitor, but when we're in uh, the radio world, the the way that you would actually try to increase those numbers, here's the tricky part, or the trick, is that we would have an idea of when the ratings were going to be calculated. Uh, The Bureau of Broadcast Measurement would tell you that sometime in this six-week period, uh, there's going to be a couple of hot weeks. And those couple of hot weeks would be when the surveys are distributed. But at least you had a bit of an idea when this was going to happen. And so that is when you would start to roll out your big promotions or your special deals or whatever it was just to try to capture audience uh, listeners, right? So, you would do uh, well. You've heard uh, on—I'm sure—if you listen to radio at all, you've heard these big uh, deals where you know, uh, listen now, 12 caller gets, uh, you know, uh, all expense-paid trip to pick a place or whatever. The the lavish, the more lavish the gift, the prize, you can pretty much bet it's got something to do with ratings. And that's pretty much the way radio stations would do that to try to pull in their listeners and then, like I said, be able to use that data to... uh kind of try to steal some business from their competitors. And it's legitimate. I mean, it's not a bad thing to do. I mean, if you can prove those numbers, then, you know, obviously if a client wants to reach more people, it just makes sense to reach the people uh, who are listening at a certain time. And if it's a peak listening time, then you want your ads at that point. I mean, it just kind of made sense. Uh, In the newspaper business, it was a little bit different. Uh, Sometimes the competition for us uh, revolved around pricing more than anything else. And, of course, numbers. I mean, you know, it's it's really cool to say that you uh, sell this many more papers than your competitor, but, you know, I uh, used to actually kind of counter that with saying, well, you know, you only need one person to buy your item. And then you've made that sale, right? I mean, this is uh, one of the pitches I used to uh, uh, give to a lot of my clients who would say, well, you know, how can I tell, you know, how many people to read your paper? Or, you know, how, how am I going to benefit from putting an ad in your paper? And it's like, well, you only need, you know, so many people to come in and buy these things, right? I mean, if one person a day came in and bought your item that you're selling, would that be a good thing or whatever, right? So, you know, there was ways around this, but... Um, You know, as a business owner, competition kind of taught me a few things. And as a consumer, uh, competition has taught me a few things as well, as I've mentioned earlier. So uh, let's take a look at my top five list, the benefits of competition. Number five, it's good for consumers. And this is why it's good for consumers. It gives them a choice. Uh, If you're a comparison shopper, you have a choice. If you're buying apples in one store and there's another place down the street that sells apples and they sell them maybe a little cheaper, maybe that's where you want to buy your apples. And of course, it depends on the quality of the apples. If the apples are poor quality and they cost less, maybe that's why they cost less, right? But it's nice to be able to go to a couple of different places and have the option of not being stuck with having to buy them in this one place because it's the only place that sells them, right? So for consumers, competition is really good, uh, especially because it does give you a choice. Number four, uh benefits of competition is it gets you to focus on key customers now this is a a, a tip for business owners so for example, key customers for for us uh, would be our repeat customers right and our big customers so you know it doesn 't mean that you roll out the red carpet and and you know suck up to them and not everybody else, but it does give you reasons to appreciate the business that your big customers or regular customers are giving you so you you know, without them, you've got virtually nothing, right? So you need to find ways to show your appreciation for these customers. And competition does actually give you a reason to do that because it f- basically gets you to focus on those big accounts or uh, big spenders, if you will, or whatever the case may be. Those are the people you want to spend some time with and you want to get to know a little better and see if you can, if there's a way that you can service them even better. Because you know, they're already on board, right? They're already spending the big bucks with you. You just need to now find ways to retain that and uh, get to know them better. Like I say, make, make things fit better for them, whatever the case may be. Number three in my list of benefits of competition is it causes you to be creative. And I experienced this quite often uh, when I was in the newspaper business because it uh, forced us to come up with new ideas. You know, how do we attract readers what do we do what can we put in the paper what uh what do we got to say how do we promote ourselves you know at one point it actually um caused me to change our masthead you know to make it look a little more attractive i changed the uh, look of the front page to make it look a little more attractive you know just things like that to make you stand out a little more make you look a little different to your competition uh you know i changed i changed fonts on our in our paper I totally changed our headline fonts that was one of the things I did as well because I just didn't like the way they looked it looked a little too old school so I wanted to give it a little more contemporary look so you know things like that when when you have competition it, it causes you to be creative and do different things and kind of you know try to be different and that was uh, definitely a, a benefit as far as I was concerned another benefit of competition uh, number 2 on the list is it helps you to identify potential threats And this is really good because you want to be able to learn uh, from others. And if, say, a competitor has, you know, made a mistake doing something or actually was quite successful doing something, you want to be able to, you know, kind of learn from their experience. It saves you a lot of time and effort and uh, trial and error. And so you get to find out what works and what doesn't work. And maybe it's something to do with the market. Maybe it's something to do with the product. Maybe it's something to do with pricing. Whatever the case may be, it just really kind of allows you to see where maybe there's a, a weak spot somewhere and you, you have to fill that hole somehow. So, you know, competition's good for that. Uh, it's it's one of the seeking, uh, rather sneaky residuals of competition because your competitor probably has no clue that you're picking up these things from them but don't kid yourself they're probably also picking up those things from you as well so it's really important to be able to figure out what works and what doesn't work and try to make yourself better as a result and my number one tip uh, benefits of competition is it improves your customer service and there's no doubt about this because you know if you try to show your appreciation more to your customers even if you're competitor is blowing you out of the water, you know, if you're trying to make a relationship connection with your customers, it really does stand out. And this is something that we did Uh, with the newspaper and we continue to do with our home-based businesses is that we really do spend time with our customers we visit we chat we get to know them and things like that and you know it's really funny there's something to be said about that kind of relationship that you can build with a customer because you know there's that trust that comes in and then there's you know many other elements that uh, follow eventually if they're comfortable with you if they like you if they you know you <laughs> enjoy spending time with you and stuff. Chances are they're going to continue to be good customers. So, you know, customer service is a big deal. It always has been. And uh, if you improve your customer service because you've got a competitor that's kind of got you thinking, hmm, i got to step it up a notch, it's not a bad thing. It really isn't a bad thing. And that will do it for uh, this week's podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, Now that we're on iTunes, I notice that uh, the numbers are really climbing, so uh, thanks a lot. And I hope you're enjoying what uh, you're hearing in these podcasts. Until next week, I'm George, or G-Money. This has been Ninja on the Loose.